Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. another episode of the secret to success podcast now today i have an amazing treat for each and every one of you today i have mr yaroon courthout with us how are you doing today i'm doing well how are you awesome doing great doing great so for those of our audience who do not know who you are can you please tell them who you are and exactly what it is that you do yeah that will be most people i guess um (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm Jeroen Korthout. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Salesflare, uh, which is a company you might have or might not have heard of. Uh, we provide a, a sales CRM uh, to small and medium-sized businesses, uh, exclusively those who sell B2B, who sell, who sell to companies. Uh, a CRM system, as uh, most or some of you might know, is a, a system that helps you to organize and follow up your customers uh, in such a way that you can provide them uh, always like the experience that they're, they're well treated, every single one of them in a timely manner and with you remembering everything about them and all that. Um, and if you know a, a bit about CRM systems, uh, you might know that a lot of people hate them. Uh-huh. And that's mainly because um, salespeople often have to fill out these systems, spending a whole lot of time and energy in those, uh, not getting much in return. Many systems don't really actually help with that sales follow-up. And in many times, um, it's really for reporting to your manager that you're filling it out. Uh, So that's something uh, we wanted to change. And that's why we started Salesforce. So it's a system that, instead of you uh, completely manually filling it out, 
Uh, it collects the information for the CRM from other systems and it makes it super easy for you to manage that. So it will pull emails from your inbox, uh, meetings from your calendar, um, calls from your phone, um, email tracking, web tracking. It will find email signatures in your uh, inbox. It will calculate how well you know certain people and it does that within the team. So you can see like if you're looking at a certain company like, oh, these colleagues know that person, that colleague knows them best. Um, and it does that in such a way that it's really built for automated, uh, like, like it's built for automation instead of for manual data input because many CRM systems nowadays pull in some data automatically, but in essence, there's still manual uh, systems that do some automation. And we started like the other way around. We are like, what if the standard is that it's automated? And then you can still uh, control it. You can still uh, manually change things. Uh, but the, the, really the basis is that you don't have to do much. And while you don't have to put in a lot of energy, it does help you uh, actively with following, following up your customers. So it keeps track of things. It tells you, for instance, like, oh, we see that these companies, you forgot to follow up with those. And here's emails you haven't answered yet. And you might want to add notes to these meetings um, so that uh, that data is tracked as well because all the rest is, is tracked for you uh, almost automatically. Um, so the system will also sort of help you uh, to do your part and make sure that you can offer every prospect and customer this, this really amazing experience. Awesome. Thank you so much. From personal experience, I can definitely tell you Salesforce is awesome for an administrative assistant or even as the CEO of the company. It's very, it's extremely beneficial because it allows for us to be able to, to keep track of our sales team. It allows us, like you were saying, for us to keep track of emails and the follow-ups mm -hmm. because as a business, the follow-up, what, what a lot of the entrepreneurs that we work with miss at times is it's the follow-up that you really need to work on like once you close the sale it's a follow-up even if you don't close the sale it's still that follow-up call the it's the the second step for the sale you know we have like two-step closes and the three-step closes because you have those that won't mm -hmm. close that first time but if you don't do the follow-up you miss it and sales flare really helps with that because it keeps the reminders coming it keeps the emails coming it lets you know hey you, you have this one scheduled, you know, don't miss this follow-up, don't miss that follow-up. So thank you so much for what you do. So my, my first question to you is what, with, ev with um, everything you just said, what was the, the inspiration for Salesflare and how did that process go, getting it started, getting everything in place and even building the software? Yeah, uh, I'm obviously gonna simplify it. Um, every time you hear a story uh, from an entrepreneur uh, who tells you how things happened, you, you can never tell the whole story. So with that in mind, um, I, um, previous to Salesforce, um, I worked in a marketing consultancy and that company used Sales, Salesforce uh, internally. Uh, so Salesforce is the, the market leader. Um, it's mostly a CRM system for enterprises but also used by lots of small and medium-sized businesses. And it's, it's very big and it's very serious. So I took it very serious as well. Um, people told me it would help me organize my sales. Um, so I really tried to use it for that. But um, I very quickly felt that I just didn't manage. Uh, it, uh, compared to what people said, they said, well, it's, it's for sales and keeping track and all that. And then I tried to use it for that and it just didn't work for me. And then I noticed the same was actually true for, for my sales colleagues. And the one who really loved it at the company was our CEO, uh, who used it for reporting. So we would put our sales opportunities in there by when we would close them, with which companies, how, how much they were valued. Uh, and that was really helpful for him, uh, but it didn't really help us much. Uh, so it, it became really this, this sort of management reporting system. And that's not at all what I felt was what it was supposed to be. So that was some 
some kind of weird frustration I built up there and I didn't do anything with that, uh, in, with that frustration and that insight for a few years until I was actually working with my uh, co-founder in another software company. And we had a lot of good leads uh, to follow up and I knew Salesforce wasn't going to help with it. So I, I started looking and we tried some systems. Uh, we also built our own sheet, like, uh, like many of us do, like an Excel sheet or a Google sheet. We had a Google sheet. And um, what we felt, whatever we used, is that it always failed. And why did it fail? Not because the software was not nicely built software. No, it was us. Like we didn't manage to fill it out. Um, and then we started thinking like, how stupid is that? We have to basically go in one system, email a customer, then go into another system that so we email that person, then maybe copy uh, from their email signature, copy their address and their phone number and all these kind of things, put that in that system. And it was this very manual, like we're doing something in one system and then we're documenting it in another system. And then my co-founder and I started dreaming about a system that would actually do that for us. So a system that would uh, connect with all the things that we were uh, using and then say like, oh, we see that you emailed and he had a meeting with him and we tracked the email for you. He opened it uh, three times the last time, five minutes ago. He just clicked, he went to your website also and checked out the pricing. And uh, by the way, this is his phone number. Uh, we kept that for you. And we also pulled in some extra information about the company. So you don't have to go look for it on the internet. And then basically it would keep doing that um, as we were selling. So we didn't have to spend that time um, filling out the CRM and it would do it for us and also help us uh, because we are uh, not always extremely organized, uh, especially if you have uh, a lot of leads. Uh, very quickly, you cannot just do that based on memory or small to-do lists anymore. You need some kind of other overview. Um, lots of people working out of sheets will notice, like you have the, the, the name of the person and their email address and their phone number and uh, what you last discussed and all, but you, you miss a whole lot of information. Uh, so the, the, the communication, for instance, like the, I want to say the, the connection with your communication is sort of lost. It's, it's not really, really there. Um, so we built a system that really helps you sell uh, without requiring you to do a lot of data input so that you can really focus on your customers. Like I said in the beginning, uh, give all of them sort of the, the real proper customer experience where a salesperson follows up at the right times, still remembers what was discussed last time, um, uh, knows what steps to guide you through in the process and, and, and that, that for you as a customer, it feels like, like everything went flawlessly and this, uh, you're, you're, you're buying from this great company. And that's the, the experience we want to create for the customers of our customers, let's say. Uh, that's sort of our mission. Thank you. Thank you very much. So with all of that, you've, you've gotten it built. You have it put together. You've made it easy for us as entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. business owners, to be able to track ourselves, track our communications, make the communication easier, put everything into where it all integrates. Can you let our audience know the process that you went through to actually get it out there into the market? Oh, uh, long process. Um, I'll, I'll tell the process in such a way that it's, uh, it, uh, so, so what, we, what, we, what we started with initially was, um, we had this idea and then we're like, okay, but what do we do now? And, um, Actually, we sort of got the solution um, handed to us because we, we thought like, okay, now we need to be able to work on this. That was step one. So we went looking on the internet. We found uh, Kima 15, which was a program with which you, in 15 days, um, for 15% of your company you would get 150,000 uh, euros. Um, and then uh, we thought, oh, then we can get started. And these guys recommended a book to us, which was called Getting Real, uh, written by the guys of 37 Singles. And they said, we are looking for companies that follow this. So we're like, okay, we need to read that. So we read that book and it actually uh, explains how to start a business in such a way that you don't 
uh, waste a lot of time on building a, a whole big thing. Uh, but you start with small things, show that to people and, and, and work from there. So the first thing we did was um, my co-founder built something that we could show to people. And I made a presentation um, like conceptually uh, for investors mostly that explained like, what is it that we do? How is it different? How are we gonna bring it to the market? We think at that moment at least, uh, who is the team and all these kind of things. Um, that's what we did first. Uh, we sent that to Kimi 15 and they looked at it and they're like, eh, you're a bit too early stage, uh, which was true. We just started the company. So <laughs> it's uh, when, when I would look back now, uh, I would definitely not try to uh, get investors at the, the first moment again. That's just uh, foolish and naive, uh, but we were foolish and naive back then. So, um, and um, then we went around, we talked to a lot of people, we had this presentation, we had, uh, we had a prototype, a lot of conversations just in a very disorganized way, uh, which I would not recommend. Uh, because after that, uh, we entered the startup accelerator and they said uh, to us that we should take a step back and actually do customer interviews. And the customer interviews means that you um, select out very well, like who you think your customer is. Okay, guys, there is nothing more personal than your health. So when it comes to finding the right nutrition supplements to meet your fitness goals, you need a personalized approach. Thankfully, now there's Gainful, the personalized nutrition system that's formulated for your body and goals. Gainful gives you peace of mind that your protein, hydration, and pre-workout supplements contain the finest ingredients specifically for you. Now, I've been on my weight release journey um, since the beginning of this year. And in the process of doing that, you pay more attention to what you're putting in your body what you're doing to your body and i love the gainful products because it's specified specifically for me it has a wonderful flavor i'm one with the sweet tooth so it works out for me it doesn't have that grainy feel a uh, grainy taste to it that some the powdery taste to it and the one thing i love about it the most is i know that my body is different from everybody else's so with Gainful, I know that I'm putting into my body what is specifically needed for my body. You know, my brother works out on a daily basis. I can't intake the same things he intakes. You know, I can't intake the same things that my mom would intake. And she's older than me and she's going through a process as well. So I truly love Gainful because it allows me to know. It, it gives me the peace of knowing that while I'm working out, while I'm going about my day-to-day uh, activities I know that what I'm putting in my body is healthy for me and it tastes great it it, it doesn't steer me away you know how some some things some, some supplements taste so horrible where it's like okay I just can't do this even though I know I need to not gainful and I absolutely love it you get started by taking the five minute gainful quiz gainful considers your dietary needs goals and unique physiology to personalize your formula and the one thing I love the most is Gainful delivers your supplements with no shipping charge every month. And you can cancel anytime or adapt your plan as needed, which is something else I absolutely love about Gainful. Because as I, as I transition, as I release the weight, as I change, as I work out more or work out less, as I become more active or as I want to maintain, I can, I can reach out and I can adapt my Gainful subscription to what my body has transitioned to because six six months from now i'm not going to need the same things i need anymore and that's one of the other things that i absolutely love about gainful so what i want you to do to get your twenty dollars off from your personalized supplements go to gainful.com success again that's gainful g-a-i-n-f-u-l dot com slash success for twenty dollars off gainful your personalized nutrition made for your taste so we um, uh, focused on uh, salespeople, different levels, salespeople, VP of sales, uh, heads of companies as well, uh, in different uh, industries, different types of uh, sizes of companies, because we wanted to uh, explore first a bit. 
And then we started having these very targeted conversations about like, okay, so what is it that you sell? How do you sell it? How do you organize your sales team? What role does the software play in that? And what is going well and what is not going so well uh, with, with software? And then really dig into that because that's what we wanted to change, uh, the way uh, software works for salespeople. Uh, so we did that. I think I talked to about 40 people. Uh, at the end of each interview, I would ask like, who, who else should I talk to? We sort of go from, from my own initial network um, to more people. Learned a lot from that. Uh, a bit of the danger at that point is that we had this initial idea for ourselves and a vision. Uh, and then all these people tell you what you want, what they want. Um, and if then the, the main challenge at that moment is to uh, condense that and bring that back again to this very core thing that you want to build first, uh, because it, you, you'll never build everything uh, from the start. Um, that's it's the same whether you build a, a product or you're, you offer a service, uh, you have to start somewhere and you have to start small. Um, so from there, we started building. Um, building a CRM system is very hard to start small. We've tried, and then uh, some people would use it uh, to really convince people to uh, pay us. I think that from the moment we started building to uh, the moment we got our first customer, it must have been about a year. That's because, well, as a CRM, there's so many expectations uh, that, uh, <laughs> that we didn't expect that it took, took us a, a long, long while. We obviously uh, picked up some money here and there along the way, not from angel investors yet or anything. We got some money from the Startup Accelerator. We got some subsidies. We got a bank loan. And we started building up some resources uh, to work from uh, to then uh, start getting customers, start getting some revenue, and then, and then build from there, basically. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for breaking that down for our audience. And I really hope they're taking notes. Because um, as, as entrepreneurs, we think, okay, I'm going to put this together and it's going to sell the next day. And yeah. <laughs> That's and, a common mistake. Yeah, exactly. So thank you so much for breaking down the process that you and your co-founder went through because it allows, it allows us to see that while we are fixing a need we're creating a product to fix a need we still have to go through the process of the creation actually talking to the customers to see okay so what would it be what would you actually like to see or how would you actually use it and going through that process and one of the wonderful things that you mentioned that i loved is you were like and after i spoke with the customer i'll ask them so who else do you think we should speak with i don't think we do that enough either no. because we don't we don't open it up enough so i want to thank you so much for your transparency and breaking that down for our audience that was thank you so much um so my next question to you is when it came to you and your co-founder because we sometimes as entrepreneurs we don't find co-founders or even business partners and we go at it alone or when we do go into business and we have a co-founder or a business partner the relationship aspect of it the, um, does not work out like we we you end up clashing with them because you're either best friends or you didn't your picker was off so how 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 did you and your co-founder build your relationship to a point where you were able to work off of each other's strengths and weaknesses and be able to build an, an extremely profitable company yeah uh, I think that sort of came along the way. Um, we met each other actually um, a bit more than a year before we started working together. So we met each other in a, in a startup uh, accelerator first where we both were working on our own ideas. Uh, but we, uh, we helped each other a lot. So we started, sort of got to know each other. Um, it was almost a year after we met when uh, he called me and said, uh, would you like to come help on the company of mine? I, um, I need a sales guy, to go to a conference in Vegas. Uh, and I said, sure, I mean, I could, I could join. And um, it sounds like fun. And um, we did that. 
we had a great time there. Uh, we got to know each other a bit better. Um, then we started working together on that, that company, so got to know each other a bit better even. And then we sort of had that idea together, uh, which is a very comfortable situation to start from. <laughs> uh, because I had um, startup ideas uh, that turned into real projects in the past, um, where I sort of started on my own and then had to start looking. I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire tomorrow this is journalism that helps the world we live in this is mexit news looking for a co-founder and that's a very hard process especially if you don't know anyone in your close circles um, that could help you because then you really really start from scratch uh, building up uh, the trust and all that uh, required to uh, start a business and, and one of the, the start a business together, I mean, um, one of the dangers there also is that you don't, um, let's say, interview enough people for the job, um, which then also might make that you end up with someone that you're really not compatible with. Um, I must say, I tried a few times or I thought a few times about starting a business with a, with a good friend. Um, and I'm glad I didn't, uh, because it's good to keep, uh, friendships, friendships and with co-founders, it's good to have a friendship to some level. Um, but to become best friends is also, uh, I mean, there's a sort of business relationship that you have and it's not always very easy to, um, if you have a friendship that goes much further to keep things separated, I think, but I don't have a ton of experience with that. Um, what was the question again? No, I forgot. <laughs> no worries. It, how did the, how did that process go? Like the, you coming together with your co-founder and how do you, oh, yeah. and working with the strengths and weaknesses and how that worked out for you? Yeah, actually in the, in, in the startup accelerator we were in, we had this personality test and that was fun. Uh, because then we uh, sort of got to know each other from that test, how everybody was a bit different from the other. So we did that, uh, he did that, I did that. And then our first employee also did that. We were a team of three back then. Uh, and that was really nice to see like, oh, okay, so you're a bit more like that, I'm a bit more like that. And then we can keep each other balanced. Um, in the initial stages, yeah, it's a lot of uh, searching there, like how that balance works. Uh, and it's something that, that obviously always stays in a certain way, but uh, you develop it like you develop it in, a, in any other relationship compared with a marriage or so. You, you start finding each other better and better. Uh, and you always um, have fights or disagreements, or, um, but uh, it, it, it gets more in balance after, after a while. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So that leads me to my next question. With having a co-founder, um, building everything from the ground up, getting everything going, now you have everything going. Everything's flowing. You and the co-founder have a great relationship working. You're balancing your strengths and your weaknesses. How did building this company, how did building this company work with also having a like the personal and business life like how did you balance the two 
I hate using the word balance because there's no such thing when yeah. you're balancing, but <laughs> how did you balance the two? Yeah. Well, I, I think to a large extent uh, it is balancing. People uh, nowadays are start being afraid of saying work-life balance and they say, no, no, it's really work-life integration. I, I do get the point there. Um, but it's um, initial, initial stage is very hard uh, to find a balance. So many starting entrepreneurs, including ourselves, we were working like crazy, um, which is nice for a while. And um, actually to get to these first stages, uh, you need to really uh, hang in there um, because there's this whole uh, time where uh, you're working on something, you're discovering stuff, you might not really have customers yet or not many. So a lot of costs, not much coming in. And you really need to push, push, push. Um, and at that moment, the balance might be a bit off. Um, and that's maybe fine because otherwise you might not make it. But at some point, um, many businesses are not just a, a business you have for a few years. It's, we are already in the business now for, uh, let's say, uh, six years and four months or something since we really started working on it. Uh, so it is, a, it is a long marathon rather than a sprint. Uh, so at some point you need to start, sort of start regaining balance um, and making sure that you don't spend all your waking time on, uh, on building your business. Um, need to um, take care of your health. Uh, actually, I would recommend to do that from the start to get good sleep, have physical exercise, uh, eat well. Uh, these things uh, seem super basic but especially sleeping well is so important because uh, if you spend the day uh, half awake, then your productivity uh, plummets like crazy. Um, and uh, keeping, um, keeping uh, enough energy for your uh, partner, uh, for your family, for your friends, spending enough time with them. It's probably the most important thing you can do in your life is, uh, is uh, uh, being there for, for the other people. Um, and keeping that in balance on the long term um, with your business is a challenge, but something you definitely need to do because otherwise it isn't uh, it isn't sustainable. And we all heard the lots of people regretting on their their deathbed or so. It doesn't have to be that dramatic, uh, but that they that they didn't spend enough time with their kids. Uh, that's not a situation you want to end up in. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you very much for your transparency. Do you, do you have any regrets in building the company and how in, in the last like six, six, six and a half years or so, do you have any regrets or anything that you would change in regards to the building of, of the company? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I would say some of the basic things are, um, not knowing when to go ahead with certain things. Uh, so when to go ahead and when not to go ahead. Um, going too fast often happens, going too slow often happens. And that's a very hard thing. Um, one of the basic mistakes is for instance, uh, and I see a lot of companies doing that is uh, in the initial stages, your sales doesn't go so well and you start losing um, like confidence in yourself that you're going to be able to sell this thing. And, and then you hire a salesperson and then you think that's going to solve everything because after all, they're a great salesperson. It's, it's not the way it works. Um, if you as a founder uh, cannot get the sales of the ground uh, in the beginning um, and imagine you as a founder, are the person who came up with, with whatever it is you're selling, you know it in and out, you're passionate about it. Uh, if you cannot sell it, it's very hard to uh, explain to someone else how to sell it, let alone have them figure it out for you how to sell it. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's something we actually did. Uh, it's very stupid uh, when I think about it now. Um, and I would definitely never do again. And that applies to a lot of uh, things in the business. It's often very good to do a job first yourself, uh, sort of figure it out, iterate uh, it a bit, find out how it works. And if you at least already get the basics down, 
uh, and it sort of works, then you can hire someone that is better than you uh, at, at the job and have them take it over and, and do it way better. Um, but immediately doing that is very, very uh, dangerous. So that's when, when, when you're taking things too fast uh, very often. Uh, in other cases, uh, it's also very um, dangerous to take things too slowly. So what we started doing uh, to combat that, um, to combat procrastination and, and, um, and forgetting to put focus on certain things is we put sort of um, habits in place for ourselves. We say like, we're gonna do this once a month, that twice a month, that uh, so many times. Uh, for instance, um, I make sure that there is one a new SEO article every month. We have two new features a month. Uh, one uh, improvement to our onboarding, one improvement to our support. Uh, you know, we have a whole list of things that we continuously work on, and that really helps us to keep uh, the machine going and to keep building. Uh, because if you don't do these kind of things and you just um, mainly focus on this sort of lofty numeric sales goals and all that, um, they're often not extremely inspiring they're uh, far away and they don't focus very much on the things you actually do. Uh, so we found that to keep that momentum, it makes much more sense for us to instill habits um, than to have goals. We obviously still have the goals, but we don't necessarily focus on them. We focus on doing things. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. So we are coming uh, up to the close of today's episode. Do you have any final words for our audience today? Um, nothing that I can think of. I'd say if you, if you have something that you're really passionate about, uh, think about how you can help other people. Um, that's, that's probably the, the, the crux of business, anything that you are very passionate about that other people see value in and want, want, want to pay you for, and you're actually good at as well, uh, this is something that you could, uh, could build a great business on. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Yaron, for joining us today for the Secret to Success podcast. It has been a pleasure. You've definitely dropped a lot of nuggets for our audience. I hope they were taking notes because I was taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> I've, 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 as you were speaking, I'm like, oh, okay, need to do that. Oh, okay, need to do that too. Need to, oh, okay, got it. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us today. Can you please let our audience know how they can reach out to you and how they can reach out to the Sales Flare team as well? Yeah, uh, if you want to know more about Salesflare, uh, just head to salesflare.com. So it's sales as in sales and flare, uh, F-L-A-R-E dot uh, com. Um, you, can, you can start a trial there on the side. You can find out about the software. There's a button at the top right where you can actually use the software, which I'd really recommend if you, uh, you want to find out more about the software because it's only by using it that you really feel how it works and all that. Um, if you want to get in touch with the team, there's uh, ample opportunity. Uh, there's this chat bubble on the site. Uh, and if you say something there, then we'll respond. It's also in the app with a lot of, uh, or you could email support at salesfire.com. If you want to get in touch with me personally, um, you can email me at Jeroen at salesfire.com or you can uh, just contact me on LinkedIn. Uh, please do include a message if you connect with me on LinkedIn saying that you, you heard this on the Secrets to Success podcast uh, because otherwise it's, it's very hard to distinguish you from all these people that are spamming you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jeroen. You have an amazing day. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, listeners will definitely make sure all of that information is in the show notes so you'll be able to access it there. Thank you so much for joining us for the Secret to Success podcast. You can play better. You can dominate. Thank you. I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect. You're already absolutely great. And you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have is not what you have. It's not what you do. It's what you know. 
because the people who do know what you need to know to leave the middle class, they're in the top 1% and they control 96% of the world's income. 97% of this world is trading time for money and that is not the way to become rich, it's not the way to become wealthy, and it is absolutely not the way to leave the middle class. There are 7.8 billion people in the world right now and they all wanna learn how to make money and how to leave the middle class. But the way to become a master at anything is to learn all the rules and then bend them to your favor. Right now in this world, there are 2,057 billionaires, right now. So if you think becoming a billionaire is, a, is impossible, that's 2,057 people that have already proved that impossibility incorrect. And if you think that's crazy, there are 46.8 million millionaires in the world, worldwide right now. Now think about that. 46.8 million millionaires, and that number grows 1,730 millionaires every single day. Money is everywhere. You don't need to max out your credit cards. You don't need to borrow from granddad and grandma. Just look behind me. Look at all the wealth sitting behind me in this junkyard. It's insane how much money is everywhere, and you don't need to go out there and beg, bar, and steal to get it. You just need to know the rules of making money and how to leave the middle class. Essentially, all you need to know is the algorithm of making money, the rules of making money. All you need to know is what to do and how to do it, and you can leave the middle class. Any industry, yoga, golf, underwater basket weaving, clipping fingernails, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is know how to do it, how to get it done, and then find somebody to teach you how to do it, how to get it done, and you will be able to leave the middle class. If you're not getting my point, it's real simple. Whatever you have up here, as long as you understand the rules of leaving the middle class, as long as you understand how to get money, you can take what's up here and get wealthy for what you already have. Right now, the very thing you know up here is already being searched a thousand times a second on Google. Someone right now, actually 1,730 people right now, are gonna become a millionaire from the stuff that you have in your head. Why can't this be you? I mean, it's 1,730 people with your ideas that are no better than you, that are gonna leave the middle class, become a millionaire. Why are you not next? So how do we do this? How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money-making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you wanna go? So how do we make all this money or take all this knowledge from the Warren Buffers, from Elon Musk, how do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family. My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. 32 years ago, I lived in a trash can. That's right, from six to 14, I had no running water, no electricity, no anything, and somehow I'm in the top 1% today. Not because I had the right background, not because I had a silver spoon in my mouth, simply because being homeless made me learn how to make money. I retired when I was 29 years old. I'm more than likely younger than you. I'm one of the top 1% income earners in one of the richest countries in the world. What I learned how to do when I was six years old was learn how to generate enough money to eat some cookies so I wouldn't die to death from starvation. From there, I learned how to go from cookies to a meal from a meal to clothes, to clothes, to shelter, to everything else that supplied my necessary needs. When I was six, I was forced to learn how to make money, and now that's what I'm gonna do and help you do. I've seen amazing results. I have my own economy, I've homeschooled my own children, and I wrote a book that teaches you every single thing that I know about making money, every single thing that other people know about making money, and most importantly, all the stuff that we don't tell you. Because the truth is, and you know it like I know it, the most honest, the most hardworking, unselfish people on planet Earth live in the middle class. Yet, your honesty, your unselfishness, your devout religion going self is not enough to get to the top 1% and that's not fair. The second half of my life has been not about how much money I make, but how I will be remembered from all the money that I have made. And I've been trying to teach everybody how to get out the middle class 
I'm the crazy guy, famous on the internet for trying to create 100,000 millionaires. I've created eight so far. I got a ninth one on the way, all the way from India. That's pretty cool. And what I want to tell you is something very simple. It's been hard. It's been absolutely hard to help people leave the middle class, not because of the people, because the system would rather keep you being someone else's money instead of you having your own economy and having the money come find and flow to you. It was frustrating because I knew that anybody can make money. And if you knew what I knew, you would change your life. Over the last few years, I built a large following of over half a million people every month that pay me to actually, for me, to give them advice. Well, that's been exciting for me. And the cool thing is, I've created thousands of six-figure earners. I've created millionaires. I've created people who can live their dreams and hold on to their legacies. And now my eyes are on you to create you to what you need to be great. I have been teaching my principles and these principles to hundreds of thousands of people around the world, every country, all continents, and anyone who has taken them seriously, written them down and applied them, have a 100% success rate of leaving the middle class. I've taught these secrets to my following and my inner network, and I've watched them go from four figures to five figures, five figures to six figures, seven figures all the way to eight. Everything that I've ever learned, everything I've ever learned from millionaire mentors, billionaire mentors, and everything I learned from being homeless, and everything that got me into the top 1%, I have placed inside of a book. To date, it is the longest book that I've ever written, the most best book that I've ever written, and that book is called The Richest Man and the Trash Can, and I'm offering it to you today for free. This book is gonna show you how to become wealthy into the top 1% and leave the middle class. This book is gonna give you a step-by-step -step plan if you're 30 years old, all the way to 70 years old, how to get into the top 1%. If you're a teenager, how to get to the top 1%. If you're a millennial, how to get to the top 1%. It's gonna teach you how to make six figures immediately, teach you how to get to a million dollars immediately, and all that good stuff. Plus, I'm gonna give you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. Plus, I'm gonna give you every last one of my secrets that have made me rich. You have to understand that leaving the middle class is the most important fight that you're gonna have in your life. And to be honest with you, it, you can kind of relate to this. It almost takes $450,000 a year just to be broke in America. And that's just in America. If you don't leave the middle class, which is actually an illusion, then you are gonna have a really hard time. Think about it for a second. Some of, most of you are gonna be watching this are gonna be baby boomers, and you've been sold a bad check. They lied to you. Your retirement was not enough for you to live comfortable, and I'm gonna give you this book for free so you can figure out how to triple your retirement and then quadruple your retirement, and then as Grant Cardone would say, 10 extra retirement so you can live the life that's worthy of you. I want you to remember that leaving the middle class is the most important battle that you could ever face in your entire life, especially for your family. So consider this video, this book, your friendly tap on the shoulder. I wanna send you a free copy of this book because I believe that abundance is your birthright. I believe that abundance is freedom. And I believe that this book is right for you. In fact, I believe in that so much that I will send you the book for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. I'll eat the cost, I'll take the loss, and all you have to do is get the book and dominate your reality right now and apply the principles so you can be the best person for your life that is yours. Fill out the form sitting right there to the right. Go ahead, dominate your reality. I can't wait to send you my book. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to have you as someone that's been on the journey with me. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years 
to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True, but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture and there are so many different things that you can do this summer as a matter of fact you can free up as much time as you want to but if you're not using zip recruiter you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people so what is zip recruiter what is probably the greatest job finder that's out there and that's why you need Zip Recruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that Zip Recruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that Zip Recruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out uh, review and rate candidates four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter it is a blessing and no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about, well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B, all spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B, and I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.